0: ladies and gentlemen welcome to what do you say anime i am your host peter on today's episode we will be giving our first impressions of the currently airing summer anime seasonals normally we do this a little later after we get our feet wet and shows but jay and i are going to vegas soon and we're gonna be a little busy so we're getting you that content today speaking of jay he recently charted in the top five of the recent what do you say anime popularity poll and will be joining me on today's episode jay how are you doing today
1: i'm happy to report that you know, I wasn't number five. Our Fujo fans—they seem to really enjoy the shipping wars. Don't, <laughs> I'm not actually. I don't don't ship us, please. I don't want to see the fan art. But uh,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: I'm I'm happy to report that I I am rising up the ranks. I knocked Johnny out of the top five, so we're doing good.
0: Yeah, Co- controversial this week with Pat being number one. So we'll get into see what what all that shenanigans Crazy. are going on there, but. Jay, coming into this season, we felt like it was going to be a little bit uh, less than spring, and a possible catch-up season, with a few f- episodes out of the way for some shows. How are you feeling about this season at the starting gates?
1: Honestly, pleasantly surprised by the quality of shows this season. I was definitely in the neighborhood of people who were saying that this was going to be a catch-up season for me. I was originally going to use the season to watch a bunch of like really old stuff that I hadn't been able to watch before just because of like you know seasons being packed the past couple of seasons but there's some quality hitters here honestly like i think you know we'll get we'll talk more about it in a bit but zom 100 for sure a breakout the first two episodes of that were amazing uh helk surprisingly good and then obviously we have bangers like jiu kaisen uh, mushoko tensei and bleach returning hitters that everybody was excited for so excited to get into that
0: yeah i think for me usually i'm in the boat of i watch 22 25 shows and i drop like six this season i was a little bit more selective where i'm only watching somewhere in like the 15 16 range but i haven't dropped anything yet so i think that's a testament with this season where i agree there are some shows that caught me a little off guard with not me necessarily thinking that they're going to be bad, but how much better that they are than like my initial reactions going into it. So, uh, yeah, it's a very pleasant season, I would say. And you know what, watching 16 shows sometimes is a uh, is a good change of pace, and maybe I should do it more. <laughs> but Jay, you mentioned it already. The first show that we're going to be talking about, which is, could not say better, a breakout is Zom 100 Bucket List of the Dead, a show I think going into it we were all pretty hyped for. To me, I thought this, like, on paper was going to be, the ceiling was going to be like a nine. Uh, just based off, like, the concept, you know, like, uh, adults, zombies, how good could it actually be? Um, especially with, a like, a new incoming studio taking the helms of Zalm 100. And to my surprise, episode one was brilliant. It was one of the best first episodes I've seen this year. If I made a list of best first episodes I've ever seen, it might make like the top 10. I legit thought it was that good. There's so many different elements to the story that I just gravitated towards. There's one scene in particular when they go from like uh, the gray tone to full color was just brilliant. There's, uh, man, this show is great. What's like your initial thoughts on Zom 100?
1: I wholeheartedly agree with your assessment. Um, This was a show that. I was a little bit nervous for obviously because Bug Films is a completely new studio, from what I understand. They may have some—I'm um, not sure of their staffing. They probably have some like veteran animators and stuff. They I came assume. from
0: OLM, so kind oh, of, okay. kind of an okay. established studio, I would say.
1: Yeah, but still a breakout. Like they only have like 1,300 followers on Twitter right now. Looking at their Twitter page, which is <laughs> kind of nuts um you should go follow them by the way if you're interested in Zom 100 they post a lot of like uh concept art and stuff like that it seems but this was actually something that i had read the manga of i started reading the manga of it right around the time i started the manga melee podcast and i talked about a bit on there uh i've really enjoyed the manga for this so i want it to get a good adaptation and i think it's safe to say so far this seems like it's going to be a great adaptation um the color the use of color is just fantastic which is something that the manga uses for its volume covers and stuff and something that i think kind of has added itself to the identity of the manga is those bright uh neon colored volumes that help it stand out in bookstores and stuff like that the characters in this are fantastic so far and there, there's going to be characters introduced in, like, the next few episodes. I'm sure you saw them in the OP and ED. Yep. And they are the other characters that are going to get introduced are just as good as the main two that we've been introduced to so far, if not better, in my opinion, actually. So this is something that I think only has the possibility to go up from here, and I think this is going to be thought of as, like, the breakout show of the season, for sure.
0: I th- I, th- I honestly believe that the- you could make a case that this is probably going to be one of, if not, the breakout show of the year. It's just that... I-, I mean, to me, I think it's that good. Funny that you bring up, like, the other characters. The only complaint that I've seen from manga readers is that they've toned down the fan service, which to me is a plus. Um, but we should see how that gets handled when the samurai character gets introduced. Because, I mean... She's, she has some bojongers. Yeah, she's packing heat. My biggest concern with Zom 100, though, is not actually the show itself. It's the studio. And by that, I mean Bug Films, is. they had this breakout role with Zom 100, similar to Studio Bind, who had the breakout role with uh, Jobless Reincarnation. So is Zom 100's next property going to be a gender-bending, sister-loving show? I hope not. That's my biggest concern about this property because so far through two episodes I think it's near perfect. Uh the the OP is so much fun. Uh the visuals just make it so I th- I think it's just adds like a whole other level to the gore and the story that it's trying to tell, but like gore in like a different sense than just like blood. It's like the main character—it's like all about freedom and uh experiencing like this world after work, and to him that's exciting and fun. So why not make the surroundings fun? And it's the surroundings are blooded like gore and stuff, and I think they just do it like a great job of obviously telling us that this is blood. You see people getting eaten in the streets and stuff like that, but like at the same time, you're smiling and you're laughing and. Like you're along for this adventure, like it, it reminds you something like, uh, Zombieland or whatever that live action movie where like it's a comedy during an apocalypse. And to me, like these are the vibes that I'm getting with this. It's just like an overall fantastic show. To me, this is an absolute must watch, breakout show of the season, breakout show of the year. Uh, I think I do think it's interesting that Netflix is dropping the live action movie in august so midway through the season that we will be getting the movie for this so i will be watching that after i watch the anime but yeah to me just like a it's an absolute must watch what about you jay
1: yeah 100 percent, an absolute must watch i'm i'm loving this show um i would i would agree with basically everything that you've said so far what do you think about like the concept of his bucket list how do you feel about that they've showed at the end of episode two
0: yeah i think that's cool because i think he i think he like really enjoys the freedom aspect of it but i think he's at the same time he's being realistic with what's going on i like that undertone where he's setting out for adventure before he kind of turns into a zombie or dies essentially it's just like it's a different type of bucket list where you know, the people, like, I want to travel the world and all this stuff. Like, his was just, like, I want to lay around and drink beer. I haven't been able to do that in three years. And I think that's like, real, like, I think that's, like, a really fun goal to go after. But then he has, like, some more serious stuff at the end. I think, like, the last thing he writes was like, Find the Girl of His Dreams I believe was the last thing that he wrote. So, I like the contrast of this being silly, but I do think that we're going to have like, these serious moments with, like, the cast itself so yeah huge fan
1: yeah this definitely feels like it could um hit the um you know how we could talk about like the goldilocks zone for like temperature and stuff yeah. like that for the sake of anime i think that we can coin the term the golden kamui zone oh I which like is that. where it, it strikes a, a mix of drama heartwarming and comedy which i think golden kamui is just like the perfect blend of all of those agreed and I think ZOM 100 has some serious potential to hit those notes. Especially when you have, like, you know, one of his bucket list items was, like, uh, go spend time with my mom and dad. Yeah, that, last that, time. One, that was tough. Like that that, was... That, as someone who lives far away from my family, that would hit. That I'm not going to lie. Right? Yeah, and, and then, like, another one is, like, grow dreadlocks. Early.
0: Yeah!
1: <laughs> Which is going to be interesting to see. And, um... From what I understand, I have not I only have like the first three volumes of the manga, so I'm not like current with it. Um from what I understand, we do see him go through every single item of the bucket list. Oh, nice. Like it's not just like they're going to skip over it and do some off screen. Like, we'll at least get some moment of him doing one of them, even if it's just like maybe a montage for some of the smaller ones
0: i I could see that i i I think on paper that this is trending towards getting more contents especially with the live action movie being displayed on netflix so i'm hoping that we get a lot more zom and like this is like it does
1: well on the oricon charts too oh awesome yeah Yeah.
0: this is like if bug films you know they're a brand new studio like if they want to be known as the studio you know like david productions it's like jojo and um up with yuri on ice <laughs> oh <them> man <laughs> man if you're unaware of that oh that's funny but yeah, yeah like, like yeah. they could they could be like this could be like their show and i think that it's on paper is just perfect for them so yeah absolute must watch for me
1: 100% agreed
2: sakana
0: all right, let's move on to our next show. A little bit different than Zom 100, it's My Happy Marriage, a show that I've read the first two volumes for, so I kind of knew what to expect. And I, I'm, I think the anime is better than the manga. Through, two, I know it's only two episodes, but uh, the first episode had this incredible scene uh, with um, uh, Mio's backstory going through like some stuff with her mom, and I just, I love when music adds another layer to the story. And to me, they has an incredible moment in episode one with music. And I think that it's going to continue hitting these emotional marks for me in this story. And that's kind of like what I'm gravitating towards in this entire story. This emotional buildup of somebody who has been, it's it's sort of Cinderella-like, where, you know, she has been locked away, kind of been doing all the odd chores while the other sister is the golden child. And now she's kind of discovering how to be somebody outside of that role. And it's just been a fantastic watch through two episodes. I'm trying to think of like, on paper to me, like this is just, it's checking every box. I'm I'm absolutely loving it. Jay, what are your initial thoughts so far on My Happy Marriage?
1: So, I'm going to be real. The first episode, it was definitely emotional, but I was a little bit bored. As a shonen meathead, in, in a few ways, I did enjoy. Like the character work was really good in the first episode and the second episode too. But I think it toned down a little bit in the second episode. Personally, like there was a lot of emotional heavy lifting going on in the first episode, and I enjoyed that aspect. But I feel like, like it felt like it was like an hour long. Like oh, it felt true. like I was, it felt like I was watching the first episode of Uku again. But the first episode of Uku, like. I enjoyed, (laughs) I I enjoyed, it is actually 80 minutes and I enjoyed it like the whole time too. Whereas this, like, it just felt the pacing was very like slow and deliberate, which it's not a complaint. It's just like, yeah, I got a little bit bored personally, but the second episode, I felt like I was not expecting this like supernatural element to be like so full like that. Like Mm -hmm. I was just kind of I was kind of expecting it to be more of like um, like um they were just being superstitious with the allusions to it in the first episode, because I went into this very blind. Like, I didn't even read, like, the Mal description or anything. So whenever I see my guy using, like, ice lasers and stuff yeah. like that in the second episode, I'm like, what? What? So that got my attention, and I really liked how they're going... It- I like how they're going through with the marriage aspect of it, like, with her and and him. Like, I think that they're both very interesting characters who are complex. And I like that he has, like, a kind of rough exterior, but he's not, like, a complete dickhead all the time. Like, he can acknowledge when he is a little bit harsh, and he has reasons for acting the way that he does, like, he's Soondore, but in a realistic way, in my opinion. Kind of like.
0: <laughs> he reminds me of Kyo from Fruits Basket. It's very. It's giving a
1: lot of Fruits Basket vibes, for sure. Like, he's a mixture of, like, Kyo and Yuki, honestly.
0: And Sub Zero. <laughs> yeah, and, and Sub Zero,
1: exactly. So, um, hi-
0: hypothetical, you're in a room with Kaya Kano, or Kanono, K- Kanoko? And you know. Hitler and you have a gun and you have two bullets. Who are you shooting?
1: Oh, Kaya three times.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. I don't know where I'm finding the third bullet, but yeah, I'll i Yeah, like, I was like I was like only had two. <laughs> Miles is gonna hate me for that one, but it is what He's just being contrary. Oh, for sure. A little bit inside baseball there, but just going to pick on Miles while he's not here. He is the resident Kaya stan. And I feel like it's solely because other people do not like her.
0: No, <laughs> well, after the first episode, the first thing I said about the show was, I really need some people to get murdered. So, and yeah. that was a direct shot at Kaya. So, <laughs> and then Miles. Well, honestly, came, yeah.
1: less so Kaya, because it seems like she at least has, like, some subconscious feelings about the abuse and shit like that. Because they kind of hinted at it. Mm-hmm. More so, the fucking stepmom. Holy shit. Yeah, honestly, I would shoot Kanoko three times. Never mind. Kayak and... Yeah. Sorry. I I was mistaken on who Kanoko was for a second, but that jogged my memory. (laughs) In the second episode, when she, like, crushed the fucking comb, I was like, oh, you need to fucking perish. Like, oh my god. Literally. I mean, I hope she just gets, like, eaten by a demon or some shit, you know? Like, let... I don't need him to become a murderer over it, but like it'd be like it'd be like if they were like, Your home your home has been attacked. We have we must go and protect your family. And then it's just like the demon they come in and a demon is just like on top of her, like just eating her face. Yep. I'd be like, Oh no, <laughs> Kanoko. We we will avenge you. <laughs>
0: oh. But
1: yeah, this this show's dope. I've actually I felt I'm going to go back and rewatch episode 1 because I don't think I really gave it that fair of a shake at first.
0: I think it's I t- I think for me at least I'm really glad that I'm watching this weekly because these drama emotional filled stories can to me it takes a lot and yeah it's, it's say- why I love about it but also like don't like about it
1: but you're talking to someone who uh my girl, my partner, and I we watch Fruits Basket sometimes, mm-hmm. and I have to watch like one episode yep. of Fruits Basket and then put it up because it's like, damn, that was they put like a whole child abuse storyline into one episode yep. multiple times. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah.
0: That's that's kind of like the vibe I'm getting with this. I'm like, whew whoo, all right, that was uh, yeah, that was, that was a good amount. Good thing, like, my Wednesdays are chilla, so I can just like, all right. All right, Wednesday, I'm watching My Happy Marriage, and then I'm going to watch something actually happy afterwards. Um, <laughs> but to me, this is, for somebody like me, this is a must-watch. If you're a fan of, like, historical romance, um, drama, I-, I just feel like if you liked Fruits Basket, you'd probably like My Happy Marriage. So to me, it's a must-watch. I-, I think to most people, it's, like, a considerate. But, yeah, if you're if you're a fan of those, like, genres, I think this is one of the best so far. I mean just because I know what's going to happen I I do think this is going to be one of the best like dramas slash romances of the year.
1: Yeah I think that this is a um, if you like romance this is an obvious must watch. I believe this is a shoujo right? I, I want to say yes. I, I, it has the shoujo vibe to it because it's not like about pursuit or whatever right? Like uh yeah. me, it's a light novel series yeah so i i think
0: this is so. kind of like uh raven of the inner palace where like it's technically not a shoujo but like the as shoujo the, people claimed the, it as a shoujo
1: it's the female demographic yeah for sure wikipedia so we'll, we'll for the sake of uh you just using terms we'll call it a, sure. um, yeah, I like a shoujo
0: say sure if you're a
1: shojo, if you're a shojo say person this is a must watch if you're a romance person must watch yep Yep. I think if you're, like, someone who likes, like, shonen stuff, you should give this a shot, because I see the potential for some pretty cool, like, fight scenes and stuff to tide you over, and if you like any bit of romance, then, like, at least give it a shot. You might find a new genre that you're into if you watch this. I think this could be a good intro uh, romance for people who are trying to dip their toes into the genre, kind of like how I've been expanding my taste in the romance lately. Yep.
0: Uh, I want uh, slight spoilers, but I'll just say, uh, Kiyoka, the main male lead, don't fuck with him. I'll <laughs> just put it. That I believe way. it. <laughs> like he is like a general of the army for a reason. So, uh yeah. So that's two uh must-watches from me and Jay. Sakana! Moving on to our next show. Only a show that I'm watching is a show called "The Girl I Like Forgot Has Her Glasses." uh this the first episode kind of took twitter by storm for a day based off of its awful awful cg and they should be dragged through the mud because people look like they were walking on banana peels but for some reason it's only the beginning like six minutes are in cg oh there's like one other scene that is but like after that it just goes to being like a normal anime so if you can get past some of the worst cg you've ever seen i'm a little numb to it because this studio did handshakers which has some of if not the worst cg in anime um you can you can get through it and it it becomes kind of like a kind of typical rom-com i will say the main character i um is a little bit more extroverted than i thought she was going to be i just assumed that she was going to be introverted based off of her character design and she's pretty forward a lot, and I do enjoy that in this story. Um but that being said, I would say that this is probably middle of the road rom coms this year. But if you're trash like me and you eat this shit up for breakfast, uh I would definitely say go check it out. Uh it's not gonna win any awards, but I think if you're looking for a fun show the in the meantime to like watch something and if rom coms are your thing, I think this is I think this is a good one. I think this is gonna be better than some of the other ones we're getting this season, like Rent a Girlfriend. I could already say this is better than Rent a Girlfriend, so if you're watching Rent a Girlfriend, watch this instead and then watch Rent a Girlfriend down the road. So, uh, yeah, that was the girl I like for her glasses. Jay's oh, gonna be talking... Oh, it's... You I, to- have, I have one comment yeah, yeah, yeah. about
1: it, sorry. No, if you, no, you went didn't. back if you went back, like, ten years into the past and told like anime fans that studio go hands would have a visual legacy similar to that of Shaft or Madhouse. Uh people wouldn't believe you. But here we are. Yep. They have a, a visual legacy, which is uh it's in one word I would just describe it as bad. Yeah. And now we can move on to the next one. No, no, for
0: sure. It's like when I watched Handshakers and then I found out that Gohans was still in business it surprised me. But like it, this is one of those shows where, like, if you see Studio Go Hands as the studio, you're expecting it to be hot garbage, but then when it's average, it's, like, better than average. So that that's kind of, like, where I'm on, where I'm like, oh, this is actually not terrible like all their other products, So Actually, they have two great... Two, they have another product out this season that I'll, I'll talk about later, but... I don't know if they're having some random resurgence where somebody gave him a, someone gave them a blank check or something like that, but Studio Gohan's randomly doing two projects this uh, season and they're both decent is honestly very surprising, but Sakana That's that. Jay, you're gonna talk about Ayaka? Is that how you pronounce it?
2: Ayaka,
1: I Ayaka. think actually. Um yeah, Ayaka is look, I'm just gonna TLDR. This is not a must watch. Uh, this is, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like elemental, uh, kind of like slight boys love vibes to it.
0: The, the art looks like the, the PV art or whatever looks like the gifted poster.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like I think that it feels like it's like BL bait. Sure. Like how we get a bunch of Yuri bait shows every year. This feels like BL bait to me. Like, sincere BL. This is bait. Skate. Un- yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're- I don't know, man. Basically, the TODR of it is that... You know what? I'm just going to read the mouth page. <laughs> it <right>. doesn't deserve <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ayaka, a story of bonds and wounds. Uh, Yanagi Yukito is an orphan who one day encounters an eccentric disciple of his father's. The strange man takes him to his birthplace on Ayakashima, made up of seven islands where mysterious beings called Mitama and dragons are rumored to reside. There, Yuku- Ito meets his father's two other disciples, who protect the harmony of Ayakashima, which soon threatens to collapse. Now that description might sound like it tells you nothing, but here's the <laughs> thing about this show. There is literally no substance to it, really. All it's got going for it is character designs and sometimes some pretty neat special effects. It's kind of just a monster of the week show where you have uh, like four or five visually distinct characters who have their own like elemental powers or whatever and alignments and they go off and do their thing. It feels like it's um, paving the road for some kind of Genshin Impact like a uh, mobile game or some gotcha.
0: Bro, you know, it's funny. The first thing I was looking for like um, a picture for this to put into the stream when I typed in Aika, the first thing that popped up is Genshin Impact.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure there's, like, a character Yeah, I think there is. Yeah. But, like, yeah, like, it feels like they're just trying to set up, like, a mobile game or something ah. like that. I'm not a huge fan of this. Like, I will be watching it week to week just to see if it gets any better, because, like, the fight scenes are pretty decent, um, the music is alright, and I like the character design. So, like, it has the bones, but, like, the subs, like, It's literally a skeleton, like the bones of a decent show are there, but there's literally there's just no meat on them. Yep. So I wouldn't unless you're somebody who wants to, like, get in on the ground level of something that might be good someday, (laughs) I would not recommend this at all, in my
0: opinion. It was not on my list of shows I'm considering adding. And based off that, I think I'm going to keep it that way.
1: I think I'm literally the only person who is watching this in our Discord. I've never seen anybody else talk about it. I,
0: I, think, I think that is correct. <laughs> yeah. uh, next up, though, is a show that we are both watching and I think we're both enjoying. Uh, anime of the Year nominee, frontrunner, um, anime trending winner, Crunchyroll award winner. Uh, that is Reborn as a Vending Machine. Um, i've been hyping up this show for months now and a big thing to me is i love the context of the show and what it's trying to perceive so this show is about being reborn as a vending machine so i want it to be wild and wacky and dumb and fun and that's exactly what i'm getting the fact that in the second episode they defeated a boss with coca-cola and mentos to me is peak writing I think it's so much fun. I'm having an absolute blast. I love the. <laughs> I know it's st- it still sounds really stupid to say, but the relationship between a girl and her vending machine <laughs> is so cute and fun, dude. I I'm honestly really enjoying this show, <laughs> Jake. What are your thoughts as reborn as a vending machine?
1: It's all right. <laughs> Damn like, it. <laughs> It's good. Like I. For the sake of memes, like, it is fun. I enjoy that it is a different type of isekai. I'm a big fan of, like, isekai that are weird and, like, go in weird directions with it. And I think this is, like, probably a crystallization of that idea Mm -hmm. in its most pure form. Because, like, he's a fucking vending machine. That's weird. That is weird. Uh, I'm enjoying it a bit so far. I, I would like... Like, I know that the point of an isekai is that the main character isn't supposed to have any personality, so you can, like, kind of self-insert into it. But I would like to know, like, for Boxo to have a bit more personality, I guess. All the other characters are super dope, though. I've been enjoying it. Definitely uh, been watching it as soon as it drops every week, so, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just stuff like the world where the director is a bear for some reason while everybody else is humans. I don't know. Shit like that to me is funny. Like why not? Like the main character is a vetting machine and can only say like seven different commands and Lamis kind of figures out a way to communicate with him. It's stupid. It's dumb. I could write this, but you know what? It's fun. And that and that's what I'm having. I don't think this is an, I don't think this is a must-watch at all. Uh, I think if you looked at its rating, you would probably avoid it, but if you're looking for silly dumb fun i like silly dumb fun isekais and as long as it if i hope it doesn't go the route where like they try to do something like really serious because the dude's a fucking vending machine like do not go serious in the show like ever as long as it just continues being fun i'm gonna give this show like a seven probably at the end of the year like i i think it's just i think it's just dumb fun
1: yeah no i agree i think that if you're into isekai, then yeah, probably a must-watch. But if you're like super into isekai, then you're probably just like shoveling all the anime near yeah. gaping consumption mall in any way. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think that this has the ceiling of this is like an eight in my opinion. Yeah. I I simply can't see it going higher than that. Unless there's like an insane twist, Mm -hmm. but uh, what if they burning
0: it or something? Then just like, what (laughs) that
1: would go kind of crazy? That would go crazy,
0: yeah. Get the mafia involved.
1: (laughs) I would like, I'm I'm curious to see if they add the romance element to it eventually because it seems like they're kind of hinting at feelings and stuff like that, right?
0: Hear, Hear me out, there's another vetting machine, but it's not like reincarnated it's just like this literally a, a vending machine a
1: regular vending machine that and,
0: doesn't and, and Lambus gets jealous <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want the other vending machine to get stolen from her and then she... that's what that's what i want that's what i want i, there I think should be can... an
1: evil vending machine
0: Ooh, too. what would be in the evil vending machine yeah diet well, problem do
1: knives and panties uh... oh yeah Stuff like that, probably like um, like yellow jacket pills, like that truckers take. Ah, yeah, like uh, No-No's five, or something. Five hour energy.
0: <laughs> <drink>. <laughs> Prime energy drinks. <laughs>
1: uh, the fire, the fake fireball whiskey you can buy at a grocery store. Oh,
0: dude, we're spitting right now. Yeah. That would be such a great Ed boss. Also, it would be like
1: broken. Like you would just be able to reach in and grab stuff, but. It'd be like broken glass and stuff. Or like
0: you scan, like it's one of those ones that like takes a credit card. And then yeah. it, you like check your bank account and it's like pending for like a thousand dollars and now it overdrafts <laughs> you. It's like you motherfucker. I just wanted a diet Mountain Dew. See, okay. That's
1: actually triggering me because I've definitely <laughs> at the college that I work at the vending machines, they definitely are pending for like a week after yeah. you take someone with a card. It's yep. annoying as shit.
0: Yeah. My bad. I didn't mean to trigger you, but <laughs> it's okay. Let's move on. <laughs> That'll help me. <you. laughs> that is a uh, reborn as a vending machine to, uh if you're looking for something fun, go check it out. Uh, Speaking of Anime of the Year, the runner-up is probably going to be this show. It's called My Tiny Senpai. Now, if you watch My Senpai is Annoying from, I think it was like a year and a half ago, and you're like, oh, you know what? That show was fun and cute and, you know, they're adults and they act like adults most of the time. My Tiny Senpai is going to be like that, right? Wrong. Um, The whole bit is that the small senpai character acts like a cat the whole time and while it can be cute i will give it that they play that nine times an episode like she's always a a cat she's always (laughs) acting like a cat yeah that sounds dope okay but it's like i don't know how to describe it in like an office setting when it's like this kohai senpai relationship it'll make me angry if i worked there yeah it's a little it's just like a little off where I don't mind the... Ca- you know how, like, in DIY, there's that one girl who, like, sort of acted like a cat, but yeah. like, it was, like, once or twice an episode, and then it was fine? That amount is good to me. When it's, like, every scene she's in, she's some different version of a cat. Whether it's, like, a playful cat, or a feisty cat, or a curiosity cat. Like, which version of the cat is she going to be in this situation? It's, like, you know this character's, like, 30, right? Like, <laughs> it's, like... It pulls me a little bit out of it. It is... chill, and... there are some fun and cute parts, but to me, so far, through... Uh, I believe I've watched three episodes, yeah. Just really average. Just, if not borderline bad. I know a few people have already dropped it, and I don't blame them. I, it, It's just... It's just a bad copy of... of My Senpai is Annoying. And so, to me... If you liked my senpai is annoying, I would maybe give it a shot. But I, other than that, I don't think I would recommend the show to almost anybody. So yeah, that's that's my hey, tiny senpai.
1: I'm not gonna lie; I thought that you were talking about the same show as my senpai is annoying. Whenever you're talking about this, because they occupy the exact same brain space for me.
0: No, and they are very similar shows. Like the main lead is tall in both shows. The main female lead is very small. It's just in my senpai is annoying. I feel like they act like adults 70% of the time and in this show they act like adults maybe like 30% of the time and when you have an adult cast, which is so rare in anime, I do wish it was more along the lines of them like go get drunk, like go do things that like you would do after work and it would be fun to see this like environment in these situations. But instead, uh she's a cat like that that's what I'm getting, so um yeah, it's it's very average. I have it at like a five right now now. So I don't think I would drop it unless I do something like preposterous, but it's it's a nice chill watch before I go to sleep, but the the cut the, the the substance is not there, so that's my tiny senpai. Sakana uh, Jay, you I'm gonna pass it over to you. You're gonna talk about a show that is uh, this is like my if I pick up a show It's probably going to be this one. It's undead murder farce.
1: So I will start with the disclaimer that I've actually watched the first episode of this. And from what I understand, the first episode um, is more like setting up, like obviously, but it's like kind of setting up the duo. And then the second episode, they're in a completely different setting, different part of the story, like different story arc happening more or less. So in the first episode, we kind of get introduced to a guy who is working in a circus as an oni fighter. So fighting like, not necessarily oni in particular, because that's like a specific type of like demon, Mm -hmm. but just fighting demons in general. And then it's revealed that he is a half oni, and that's why he's able to do that and such. And he has like the spirit of an oni inside of him that will one day take over and start like brutally killing people until he's, like, put down by the government or something like that. So he meets a woman who is carrying a cage with a cover over it that is uh, uh, talking to her, believes it to be ventriloquism, and they fight. Pretty dope fight scene, honestly. I think that the uh, the animation in the show is overall pretty solid. And then after they fight, it's revealed that uh, the cage that she has has a severed head in it, And that's when we meet, like, our secondary main character, who is um, a type of, like, being called the immortal. And she was injured by an oni who have the power to uh, halt regenerative abilities, essentially, which is why her body's not growing back. And she wants to hire our main character to kill her, because she has no way of dying and doesn't want to live without her body. Um, so they make like an oath and they kiss in order for him to get some of her cells because if you have some of the cells of the immortal in you, it gives you like regenerative powers and such. So she, he's basically like her bodyguard and they, uh, he becomes a detective alongside her. And in the second episode they get invited to England to investigate the murder of a vampire's wife. Which I believe that is the it, the full title is actually Undead Girl Murder Farce, so oh, okay. I think that's what it's meant to be talking about, not necessarily, like, the severed head or whatever. Mm-hmm. Overall, pretty interesting show. OP is very good, by the way. I really enjoyed it. It had a... the They had a lot of exposition at the start, and it did it in a very creative way with, that I think a lot of uh, shows could do. Essentially, like, they would have the action happening on screen and then they would have just like bold letters on top of it giving exposition while other things were going on like telling you like this is a different meiji era stuff like that and just instead of having like a narrator or character telling you it's like we're just gonna put it on the screen you can read it while the action is happening or don't we don't care (laughs) so like i thought that was pretty dope instead of just having like you know the hunter-hunter narrator going off and stuff like that. Overall, I think that this show, like, I don't think it has a super high ceiling, but I think that the floor isn't low either. I think it's going to be an average to above average show. I think that the character dynamics have the potential to be very interesting. So if you're somebody who likes, like, duo characters that have, like... Uh, interesting back and forth, similar to, like, Spice and Wolf or something sure. like that, but a, a little bit less pretentious in this case, then I would definitely recommend this, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I. you know what? After you telling me some of that, um I also saw in, like, the PV art that they're behind, like, in the background is, like, the Eiffel Tower, and you said that they're in England, so I'm going to guess they bop around Europe and do stuff, so... Yeah. Uh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Give me some like Sherlock and Holmes or or Sherlock and Holmes, (laughs) Sherlock Holmes and Watson. And I don't know, but in this case, they're like,
1: so about that, actually, sorry to interrupt you, but the main villain that they introduce, like the guy who he like both tortured our MC and cut off the other one's head. Okay. He has like, he's like an, uh, a European guy with a cane that has M on it. So I'm assuming that's going to be Moriarty, if I'm being real. So we're going to get straight up into some Sherlock shit.
0: Okay, uh, I'm sold, because I really enjoyed Moriarty the Patriot, and that was kind of, you know, less vampires, but still that detective work going around Europe. So, yeah, you know what? I think I might pick this one up tonight. This one sounds fun, yeah.
1: I was surprised by how much fun I was having with it. I did not expect much from it, but, like, I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm going to definitely pick up, watch the second episode tonight after we're done recording.
0: I'm sold. Yeah, I, I'm going to watch it tonight for sure. Okay. Sakana! Let's get to our next show that we're both watching and that's Link Click Season 2. And... Bicy. Boy! Yo, oh they God. got... Whatever their budget was in Season 1, it got doubled Season 2. We've not only gotten one, but two like insanely choreographed action-packed fights this season. Um, we did see Lu Guang. He's, he's kind of on the sidelines right now. He's rehabbing that, that injured hamstring, and Ling has, you know, she it's her time to shine. She's rising up to the challenge, and we get this Ling-Zhaoshi dynamic that I think could be really good. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do in this season. Got some more, like, a new... I don't know if I want to say threat but possible threat with like that old detective who's in like private business now outside of like the core group. Who's I don't know what side he's on, but I like that there's something else other than like the friend or whatever that they're trying to figure out who that is through two, two, through two episodes. It's been whole spicy. Jay, what are your thoughts on link? Like so far?
1: link click season two's op has a higher budget than your favorite anime oh my god so good <laughs> holy they went all out with this and dropping i feel like dropping two episodes to begin with was really just like putting it all on the table right there showing like how much how good this season is going to be like there was not a single like frame of bad animation mm-hmm. in these two episodes they were just going insanely hard i think that the only thing that they didn't go hard on is like the little thing at the beginning where they say follow us and they're not moving at all
0: oh yeah but I, I like i don't
1: care about like that doesn't matter at all it was just kind of like funny to compare that to like the rest of it where everything's like super fluid or like in the case of like the op that has cg that looks near photo realistic yeah, at insane. times this is a must watch for me a hundred percent I already know you're gonna say that too um if you're familiar with how we feel about link click which we actually reviewed a few watch clubs ago go watch that if you haven't you know that we're gonna be all high on this uh there's just not much to say on it besides you need to be watching this if you're not catch up to it whatever do whatever you have to do just watch it it is good
0: mm-hmm. that 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 follow me thing that's funny that you brought that up to me that is like the guy who runs the studio, his son wants to be an animator, and he's on the team. And they're like, "You gotta give him something to do." And they're like, "Okay, you could make this thing." And all the other people are like, actually making the anime. And this one guy did this like follow me thing that they do in the beginning. But I love it when they like surprise us that. It wasn't announced that they were going to drop both episodes until the day of. They're like, yeah, by the way, we're dropping both episodes tonight. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I was getting ready for bed. I'm like, I guess I'm staying up for another 45 minutes so I can watch we both didn't episodes. Even know,
1: we didn't even know we were getting the second season until, like, a month yeah, ago or right? something. Like, it was, like, right after we finished watching it. Yeah. I think we got, it got set, like, AX or something yep. like that, yep. right?
0: Yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, season two, by the way. By the way, first two episodes of AX, and they're, like, two weeks later... Oh, by the way, both episodes are dropping now. I'm like, all right.
1: Insane. Absolutely insane. I
0: love it. Yeah, I guess the only negative is that the episodes drop at like 1030 by time p.m. Other than that, yeah. like. Man. I had to
1: stay up to watch them, but yeah. it was worth.
0: Yeah, it, it's just off to such a great start. I just love. What Link Click does so well is just like the what, like you. I can't predict what's going to happen next. I have no idea, and that's why I love. Where there's so many shows that are just so predictable in the writing, Link Click just goes above and beyond the mystery element of this show, and it just blows me away. Like I think in our, re- in our review, I gave it a nine with like the possibility of being a ten, based off how it like closes everything out. Because I do. I, I'm still leaning that this is going to be the final season. However, this franchise is blowing up by the second. So we'll see. Since this is original, I guess you can twist it any way that you want. But, I I mean, through two episodes, must watch, on pace for a 10. Uh, it's so good, yeah. Uh, Fight of the Year, like, all that jazz. All of that is Link Click. It's so good.
1: If they don't include Link Click in the Fight of the Year nominees, um, it's just... It's racially motivated. For all, 100%. Like, like, honestly. Like, and it's on Crunchyroll, so I don't see why they wouldn't include it. But, like, if they put, like, some random, like, like chainsaw man fight over this. Because there's always so many like, slots, right? Yeah, there's, like, six.
0: I, Yeah, I know
1: it. <laughs> I'm going to be mad about it. I, already, I can already tell I'm, it's going to get excluded. I'm going to be mad about it. I'm not going to get mad about it now. We'll save it <laughs> for then, what they upset me. But, it, Yeah. Wholeheartedly agree. Must watch on pace for a 10.
0: The Crunchyroll Awards are in Japan again this year, so I don't know what Japan's relationship with China is right now, but they could be like uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. They do
1: they have enough popularity with Link Click that they like renamed the character gave the characters like Japanese code yep. names and the dub and Japanese dub and everything, so I think it'll probably be fine. Fingers
0: obviously. crossed. Yeah, right.
1: fingers crossed. Yeah,
0: so two if you're not watching Link click, you are you, I I hope you're in a coma, because that's literally your only use. So like, go out and watch Link. Like, Sakana! next up, Jay, you're watching this one. Uh, the next part of Bleach: Thousand Year Blood War. What's happening in Bleach?
1: Oh man, Bleach is fantastic as it was like last season. Every episode has been movie quality. My only issue is that I wish the episodes were longer because the second one ended a bit abruptly for my taste. Like. Kind of, it ended in the almost the middle of a conversation, mm-hmm. but I can't hate on it because just how quality everything's been so far. The new OP is amazing. If you're into like my chemical romance at all, you should go give that a listen. The guy is doing his best Gerard Way impersonation. The animation, like I said, is just fantastic. This is this is Studio Piero's best work since like that one Naruto fight. Like they finally have stuff to talk about again
0: yeah i don't know
1: this is just fantastic bleach is finally getting like a good adaptation and i'm happy about it like this is great they've added a few things to the anime to match what kubo's vision was that he wasn't able to include in the manga because of his uh health at the time so that's awesome it's good to see like an anime adaptation of a shonen that's like definitive like mm-hmm. I think it's interesting to see that move towards like remastered animes becoming like the definitive edition of their story. And I think Bleach is going to be like the prime example that people use for that going forward because like we've just had like 14 episodes of like movie quality stuff so far. And I think that even if you're somebody who like didn't really like Bleach or wasn't really watching all that much. I think that you could watch, like, the first season of a Thousand Year Blood War, and you'd be fine. I That might be blasphemous to the Bleach fans, but they do a pretty good <laughs> job of, like, explaining stuff. Because I think they figured that, hey, it's been over a decade since a lot of people watch this. Not everybody's, you know, rewatching Bleach every year. Mm-hmm. We have to kind of explain the bare bones of what's going on. I think you'd be more or less fine. There's going to be some, uh, like not even tertiary characters like whatever the layer below tertiary is that you might be like oh i don't know your name but you'll be fine because whatever who cares they're just like us there's some unnamed soul reaper to you fine it's cool gotcha i would i would recommend this for anybody who loves shonen i mean i think if you're into bleach at all you're obviously watching this so i don't really need to like sell it Give it a shot if you haven't watched Bleach, in my opinion. Worst case scenario, you just uh, get to see some cool fights in the first episode,
0: <laughs> so. Awesome. Sakana! Uh, moving on to a show that only I'm watching. It is the second season of Jobless Reincarnation. And if this is your first time joining us, your second time, millionth time, you, would, you know that I'm a Rudy hater, but I enjoy the show itself. I think it has a lot of Great elements where it's a passable show with an irredeemable main character. Season two has been, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, straight ass. We got episode zero, which I think people caught people off guard because we did. I don't think it was announced that it was getting an episode zero where Sylphie got like her own episode of like what she's doing now, which I really enjoyed. That's cool because like it, it. it shows that she's going to be a prominent character going forward. And then after that, we go into, back into the main story of what happened after season one. And Rudy is just turning into the biggest white knight I have ever seen in anime history. No problem in the world can be solved unless Rudy does it. And it's driving me crazy. You have this group of adventurers who are in a fight and they can't do shit. But you know who can? Rudy can. It's like, guess what? You probably shouldn't be adventured. Oh, man. This show is infuriating at points. Uh, there was one... One thing that I really liked about like the other season is how they do the animation with not only the fights, but the magic itself. And they've done that a little bit. So, that's good, but like, honestly, through three episodes, I honestly think this is like a six or a seven, where it looks beautiful, but, I mean, everything else has just been really bad. Like, I am not enjoying it. Re- like, really not enjoying it. I wish that they would move away from it, because I think that was like, a great part of Season 1, where when they, like, team fought, they were fighting as a team. And now it's just, like, lol, Rudy, OP, uh big old AoE move kill everything, ha ha ha. Like, nobody else can fight, right? So that's my biggest complaint i hope it changes um but yeah or or rudy dies even though i know he won't but you never know maybe the anime switches it up and they make Sophie the main character but yeah i mean through three episodes it's just been it's been for a show that i'm expecting a lot from i'm not getting it it's like a six
1: right now so So not worth catching up with to watch
0: i mean right now no but it's just like as much as i clown on rudy i do think the show is really good it's just it's just tough when there's like I, I know we just did like golden boy but like if you don't like etchy, like i get why you wouldn't like golden boy but i do think like fundamentally it is a great show this jobless reincarnation everything else is great but the main character so like i get like it, it's the same thing with golden boy if you don't like etchy, yeah, I, I get say why you,
1: golden boy kind of well th- yeah.
0: Kintaro's awesome. Kitaro is awesome, but, like, it, it has elements that would drive people away from it. And, like, I completely understand that. Th- that's the same thing with this show for me. It's just, like, like the, the music is so good. The animation's incredible. It, uh, one of the fights last year was in, like, my fights of the year. Um, Eris, I think, is an incredible character. There, there's so many good things to say about the show. But when your focal point is just a constant negative, it's tough. And with no exception this season with he's kind of like a in a discovery phase, I feel like, and how he's trying to perceive himself to other people is not who he actually is, and he kind of gets called out on it. And I just don't like how it's handled. It's just it, it's so like out of nowhere to force Rudy into these positions that I don't think would happen in like others, it's, it's hard to describe without seeing it, but it's just I'm I'm not enjoying what I'm seeing so far. Um, yeah, I gave like season one's like an eight point five. I think it's really good. Season two so far is a, a six. Yeah, but I want I want to hang out too much because I know a lot of people like it. But honestly, it's just been disappointing. Sakana! Let's move on to something fun, and I hope the main character is not a pedophile. Let's Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so during recording, though, as of right now, I think only the first episode has came out. I think we get episode two like tomorrow or something like that. But um, it's in like
1: fifteen hours or something. Like
0: yeah. That. So we're basing these initial reactions on one episode. Uh, it has like an eight point two manga. So going into it, I had pretty decent expectations for it. The first half of episode one, I was a little bored. I didn't really know where it was going, but then the second half, I thought it really picked up. It it sort of reminded me of food wars a little bit where it was a little comical in like the test that they were doing. I was like, Oh, this is, this is fun for a human who hates humans. Uh, this is, this is kind of fun. So it's tough to like give a recommendation through only one episode, but I think from what I saw at the end of that episode, if it continues going that, that way, I think we're going to be in for a treat. Jay, what are your thoughts on Hulk?
1: Oh, I'm loving it, honestly. Um, Main character has a super fun voice. I've been really enjoying that. I like his, like, attitude and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Vermilio is pretty interesting to me. She (laughs) reminds, like, she has, like, the explosion thing, like, Megumin kind of going on, mixed with, like, you know, typical, like, angry, uh, secondary... Uh, lead character deal which i i I like that in comparison to Hulk. i think it'll be interesting to see them like interact with each other which i assume we'll get in the next episode um i just want i'm curious to see which of these cast members are actually going to be like important because the tournament feels like it can only go on for so long and then it's going to be stuff happening after that so i I, it's just hard to get attached to a lot of the cast besides for, like, Vermilio, Hulk, and then maybe the other guy running the tournament, because the rest of them feel like they're just going to, like, disappear after that to me. For sure. Overall, though, I'm, like, really enjoying this. Um, it reminds me a bit of Mashal from Love last it. season. Yep. Where you just have, like, this really overpowered main character, but he's a bit more, like, he's not as stoic as, uh, as Mash, which I enjoy. Um, because like while the humor in it was seeing like Mash like deadpan react to things, it's nice to just have like a sort of like change. Yep. if that makes
0: sense. Oh, a hundred percent. I get that for sure. I I think a good thing with this though. I I know we're only basing this off of one episode, but the fact that it is two core gives me hope that what I see and they have a vision of what they want to put out there. I think it's going to be there. Uh, in terms of like a recommendation, I think for right now I don't, I don't want to say it's bad but i think this is a show where like i think if you gave it like if you wait until like three episodes were out and then gave it its fair shot i think you'd have a better idea of where this show is going just through one episode right now i i thought it was okay so uh no in no realm am i dropping this but i do think i might actually let some episodes build up it depends on how like how active our discord is talking about it but I, I am kind of feeling that maybe I let it build up for two or three weeks and then I binge it and I'm like, okay, this is where it's going. So that those are my fair. two cents on it.
1: I think that's fair, honestly. Um, yeah, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I've heard a lot of good things about the manga, so maybe I'll still watch it weekly. But it might just end up where like if I'm interested enough in it, I might just end up reading the manga. Yep. which happens to me pretty often. So I guess we'll kinda of see where I land.
0: It's only twelve that. volumes, so it probably be a quick read. It, it, yeah, it's not that long at all from what I understand. Makes but, makes me think that we're probably gonna get the whole thing adapted. Yeah. Yeah, you can do twelve volumes in for episodes for sure. Hundred percent. Right on. So well, that's Hulk. Uh before we get to our last show, we're gonna go over shows that we are like considering picking up or shows that uh, we didn't have time to get to, so I will go first.
2: Sakana! Um,
0: I think based off what Jay said, I am going to pick up Undead Murder Farce. Uh, and we'll probably review that at the end of the season. Two shows that are on my watch list that I haven't started yet, but I will be. Uh, that Sugar Apple, Sugar Apple Tale Season 2. Loved how Season 1 ends. Uh, just been really busy with other shows, so I'll be getting to that. And then Mao-sama Season 2, Part 2 or whatever they're calling it. Uh, I thought last season sucked until the last two episodes where I was like, okay, I'll watch the next part. They kind of redeemed themselves. But other shows that I'm watching, The Masterful Cat is Depressed Again today. If you need a nice, Iyashiki, cooking, silly show this season, this is it. This show is great. I'm really liking it. I love the idea of like this giant cat just like doing like essentially like household work and going shopping and people don't know if it's like a human or a real cat or if it's i don't know there's a lot of hijinks in it. it's just like a really fun and easy show to watch um i'm also watching rent to girlfriend season three because it's trash but i've already watched the first two seasons so Let's keep it going. Uh, I've only watched the first episode. Spoiler, it's bad. So (laughs) no recommendations for me there. Uh, Duke of Death and his main season two. Love season one. Season two has been great. They got a little emotional last episode, which I really like that tone that they set because. uh, I mean, the whole it, it was with the two side characters, but they're a great cast, too. But like, I just love this idea of like the adventure of love and trying to. You know, he he can't touch her because he'll kill her if he touches her. But, like, they're still madly in love with each other, and they still have fun together. I, I really like that. It's a really unique taste on romance. Yeah, and the last one is Saint Cecilia and Pastor Lawrence. It's a show about, like, a saint, this, like, spiritual saint who has, like, powers, ends up at a town, sort of is homeless, and then the pastor, like, lets her live in the church. And then they do church things and it's kind of like a rom-com. It's cute. It's all right. Uh I think I only watched one episode so far. I think there might only be one episode at the time of recording. But yeah, it's I. Right. Like, it's not winning anything. anything. Um, I think if you're going to pick like an all right rom-com to watch this season, I would still lean Um, the girl I like forgot her glasses. So that's that. Jay, are you planning on adding anything to your watch list or anything that we missed that you want to talk about?
1: Might watch Hori Mia and then watch the new Hori Mia stuff for good stuff about that. Uh, I think if people have not watched the Fate, Strange Fake Whispers of the Dawn episode, do you, do you, should watch, you should watch that because it is very self contained and it is basically just like fun. It's just good fun. So even if you're not like a super big Fate person, I just recommend it if you just want to watch like, you know, a couple of historical figures brawling uh, with some UFO table. Uh, I actually don't know if it's UFO or would It be. probably or A1 Pictures. Yep. Sorry, with some A1 Pictures uh, special effects, it's pretty solid. And I'll be watching the uh, anime for that whenever it comes out. Uh, I think I probably will pick up Saint Cecilia. It sounds interesting to me. Uh, Masterful Cat is depressing in a day is on my list. Yeah, you love it. Uh, I'm going to be watching Record of Ragnarok Two Part Two just because I like the manga and I've heard that it's gotten a bit better from the. Literal like trauma inducing for me first season.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like that—that that was
1: the first manga that I've had that had like a bad adaptation. and It was traumatizing for me practically, and uh I might give liar liar a shot, but probably not. I don't know, man. Ooh, I'm hearing, I've heard I'm hearing bad I,
0: things. <laughs> I've,
1: yeah, exactly. And I'd love to watch BSD five, but I am like three seasons behind all that. But I've heard nothing but good things about that. So exciting.
0: Yeah, right on. Okay. Uh, I also, I missed Horamiya. I'm also watching Mia Pieces. I love Horamiya, uh, and Pieces has been great, so. Uh, I'm watching that, but let's get to our last show.
2: Sakana! Uh,
0: the absolute blockbuster of the season. Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. Uh, one thing that I love, and this is a pat on the back for me, uh, but Episode 1... I was like, this reminds me a lot of the Bogey versus uh, Boji fight from Ranking of Kings. I was like, this director looks, or the the style that he's using it looks exactly like that, and it was the same director of episode 21 of Ranking of Kings, so I was like, oh yes, I, I nailed that. Like, way to go me, I'm a fucking weeb, but I think a really what's really cool about that is I think we're kind of seeing a director stand out in a way where it's like this is his style of like animation, like the same way that where, if you see something that looks like your name, you're like, Oh, that's Shinkai. Oh, that if you see like a Ghibli, Oh, that's Miyazaki. Like this style of like action, uh, directing is so unique. And I, I adore it. I think it's incredible how he layers like the animation and scenes and uh, props to just this work. Um, Didn't really know how much I would like season two compared to season one, but you can, I I think from episode one, you can see the increase in budget, the increase in production. Uh, It just looks crisp. I I, I assumed that this was probably going to be my favorite show of the season. It's like neck and neck with Zom, but season two has been off to a fantastic start. Jay, I know you love JJK. What's your thoughts so far through uh, the first two episodes of JJK?
1: Oh yeah. I'll save my uh like fanboyism aside a bit and just say that the vibes in the just the animation and stuff are so different from this season. Like the first season of JJK, I think it really had that like MAPPA distinct feel to it, yep. like kind of similar to like the MAPPA seasons of Attack on Titan where we have like the shading and the hard faces and stuff like that. Whereas this season has a much more like stylized like, unique-to-itself style to it, and I'm really enjoying that. Like, even just, like, the little, like, chibi scenes we've been getting and stuff like that are awesome. I've really loved that. Um, This season is just great so far. It's everything I could have wanted it to be. I know people were being kind of off about it whenever it first, like, the trailer and stuff kind of came out. People were not super excited about it, but... I think that they've been soundly proven wrong already, and it's, as someone who knows what's going to happen, it is only going to get more insane and just better overall. Like, you really don't have any idea what you're in for this season, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And the next score is going to be even crazier.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to Shibuya. Uh, Not a whole lot to say, only through two episodes, but I mean near perfect from what I saw. I love what they're setting up. I really enjoyed this You know, how we ended Season 1 into kind of getting this backstory. I know some people don't like that transition. I think they want to go straight into, like, the next arc. I really like this storytelling. I really like how it's structured. I think Gigi did a great job of sort of breaking apart from the chaos at the end of Season 1 to provide us with this information that's, I'm assuming, going to be very relevant going forward. So, Uh, huge props to just the storytelling, the storyboarding for uh, JJK, and yeah, I mean, not much to say. I I know people were in the beginning where it's like, oh, this is going to be anime of the year good. I was like, nah, nah. I'm like, you know what? This might be anime of the year good enough. Like, it's been, just from what I saw, and it's only I'm assuming going to get wilder and crazier and more chaotic and more substance is only going to lead to more output like we're eating right now like I, I feel bad for the people who don't like shonen and go out of the way to not watch it because jjk is fucking great and season two has been nothing less than what a, actually it's it's i gave season one a nine i was like if it's if it's like in, if it's close to that then I'll, I'll be happy and it's like i'm through two episodes i'm like this is already like some of the best jjk i've watched so huge fan uh probably going to be a 10 when, at the end of the season. But yeah been i mean two stars two stars five stars two thumbs up highly highly recommend
1: yeah no absolute same i mean nobody who knows anything about me as a reviewer is surprised that i'm going to give this a must watch um what <laughs> if you're in a show yeah i know if you're in a shonen at all what go watch this honestly the thing about it is, is like at the point where we're at right now. Even if you haven't seen the first season of JJK, you can go watch the first couple episodes of JJK two, and you'll pretty much be alright. Yeah, like it's a prequel, so you're good. But go watch the first season too, because the first season is also dope. But if you want to see like what we're talking about, even if you have it, you'll be okay. Like you're not gonna really get spoiled on mm. anything so far.
0: Uh, um, question for you though, since so I know Miles yeah. brought this up in the Discord, when should people watch JJ, JJK 0 by to get like uh, the
1: experience? Just but like like I would like say should like, you
0: watch it before episode 8 drops or or like before Shibuya starts?
1: I would probably try to get it done before Shibuya starts in my opinion. Like you don't need to, but it definitely helps a lot and um there's certain uh plot points in JJK 0 that are in the movie specifically that um, kind of (laughs) expand upon things that will be talked about in the second half of Shibuya, namely uh, Gojo's personal relationship with like Ghetto and stuff like that.
0: So definitely recommend. Awesome. Well, that is our first impressions episode. Let us know what you are watching or what we should be watching, whether it's in the comments, joining our Discord, whatever it is. Let us know. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode um but that is all if you are interested or if you want to support us the best way to do so is to like comment subscribe leave a review on whatever platform you're watching or listening to us on next week uh for watch club we will be doing Box season two nomad uh, i'm th- through three episodes and spoiler it's really good um otherwise if you are here for our non-watch club content in two weeks is episode 200 and we will be celebrating by playing anime jeopardy 10 so Look forward to that. Jay, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you had a good time. I know I did.
1: I know I had a great time. It's always a pleasure to be invited on these. So thank you for inviting me, Peter. I appreciate it.
0: Of course. And thank you to the listeners. And until next week, we will say goodbye and good night. Peace.